Go Loud presents Read the Room. Post half ten in Dublin, <laughs> in any city centre, is a young man's game because like it goes fucking haywire. Do you whip your cape around? I was kind of like that. That's it. I'm making the announcement like that. Uh, I'm out of here. Who was that? Bring Mis- my carriage mysterious around. Nobody. I shall be yeah. home. Have at it, youngsters. <laughs> I shall be home by morn. <laughs> tip tip tap to your cane, <laughs> Dublin can be heaven. <laughs> Hi, I'm Paddy Courtney. And I'm Maya Dunphy and you're listening to Read the Room, a podcast where we pull apart the people, the scenarios, the companies and the stories of the week Mm -hmm. where somebody, through either just dumb luck or being... Oh, failed to do just that, Paddy. Now listen, I have some financial advice for you, my dear. Oh, Jesus, here we go again. The last bit of financial advice, it's actually still running in fairness. Trust the process, Paddy. If I were you, would be buying stock in Omega Pharma. Omega? Why? Because they make Salpadine with these new banana licensing laws. Sales are going to go through Hello, the Hello, that's brilliant. I just bought 12 quid's worth. And by 12 quid's worth, that was actually half a packet. <laughs> we're going to be rich, my so guess who we're chatting about this week from that lovely introduction. Salpadine. Or sorry, Salpadine. I think we talked about this before. It, like, you know, your job in the shop is to sell the thing that says, you're handing me the packet that says Salpadine. And they go, oh, here you go. Here's the Salpadine for you. Where's the F I in Salpadine? I don't think I've ever bought Salpadine. Have you not? No. Oh, What's the deal them. with it? What is- oh, now there's a crackdown. There was a, a primetime investigates. Yeah, there's always been a crackdown. There. Not really. It's kind of like, I know the ones to go to. And the like, I just go, lads. It's be period. It's fucking killing me. I can't. And they kind of go, I I don't know how to deal with this. And like the few places that are totally thrown by this bearded hairy yoke coming in looking for uh, tablets for period pain, but it's it's there's oh it's opioid oh, opioids. Look look, I'm co- I'm broken yeah, by it's it. Codeine, it's codeine fixing one. it, and they're banned in Spain. You can't bring them on holiday. You can't bring them to Greece. There's really? certain places. Oh you come can't. on, you can buy everything in Spain. Oh, when you get there, but you can't import it in. Like it's just Why codeine is deemed as a. Why would you be importing something? A suitcase full of it. Oh, sure, I used to bring ketamine into India and everything. Man, I was just back in the day. I was like, what are the <laughs> anyway, we're not talking about salpadine. Oh, we are talking. Are. <laughs> we are talking about that. Will be at the end, end of, of this, it. Yes. Um, that will be the deal with the hangar. We are talking about the incoming licensing laws around pub and nightclub hours. And we my God, the Paddy, they have divided people. Oh, have they? Yeah, they oh, have. Lads, Jesus. Okay, so, right. let's say what, what it is first is yeah. we are finally unpicking our archaic right. licensing laws. Right. Um, and pubs will now be allowed to serve till half 12. Ooh. Nightclubs will be able to serve till, I think, 5am and stay open till 6. Oh, that's right. You've an hour dancing. I love last that. Drink. Yeah. I'm like, do, they, do, do they know us at all though? Yeah. We're not going to be dancing without the booze. No, we're Irish people. Um, and then late bars till half two in the morning. So it's all been extended and not everybody is happy. So we go through this. The first, the first, the first note on our notes yes. here. Yeah, thanks, Maya. Uh, most your, in most of Europe, you can get alcoholic drink at any time of the day, mm-hmm. uh, and you know this. You've seen little old Spanish men sipping a sweet sherry at ten a.m. watching yeah. the world go by, and young people having a glass of wine or whiskey or just coffee at five a.m. So why, why can the Irish not be trusted around? Alcohol? I know. And I did. <clears throat> I made a documentary called Merlot and Me 
years ago. Is that still now. available? Can we get it on the line? Oh, I don't know if you can or not. Don't right. care. Um, she said that very hungover. I don't know. I don't care. I've, uh, I unwittingly became the unwittingly even became God. the poster girl for booze after doing that. And uh, all I was trying to do in that documentary was look at the reasons why, how and why women were drinking differently to our mothers and grandmothers. And that's a whole separate thing. Because their fellas are but, bastards. <laughs> life has changed a lot. But during it, I tried to. I asked lots of people, professionals, doctors, heavy drinkers, teetotalers, bar owners. Like, why the Irish drink the way we do and why we have such an unhealthy relationship with alcohol and I never got I never really got a plausible reason people said oh it's because of our history it's because of our weather uh, it's because we're, we're, we're traumatised people it's because of our culture but you know because you can see when you go further north to Scandinavia the weather is very dark and there's a, there's a lot of depression and a lot of alcoholism up there and they drink even more than us I think per capita but I always think we used to always do well in the Eurovision rankings and now we don't we've dropped out but we still always make the top <laughs> 10 in the global alcohol oh. consumption rankings body and should we be proud but like why but do you have any theories as to why we drink the way we do one I heard was that because our water was actually so poisoned that it was so like you drink water and you're dead just don't drink the water it's why they invented ishkabaha or putching so people were used to drinking an alcoholic drink like say beer or putting or whiskey and that they got used to it and then it's became part of our genes and no, I don't Cor, well hold on you just asked me a question I've answered it and you just shot me down a load of bollocks <laughs> fucking well, that, no, welcome to debate in the podcast that is read the room sorry oh, that's a very interesting opinion yeah, okay, leave in the but bollocks similar but the, the Spanish would be similar and they are living in a hotter climate where you probably need to drink more water and you will often see like you said in that intro um that you didn't yeah, write. That you often see these little old Spanish men, and they're playing, they're playing bull, and they're having a sweet cherry instead of water. So but then you see some Dubliner or some Irish fella then beside him at ten a.m. Yeah. with a bottle of Stella or twelve. Well, okay, I'll give you, I'll give you the airport bar, oh, and the airport bar. Oh, the, the time does not exist in the airport. So when you get to the airport at half past six for your eight a.m. flight <gasps> to wherever, straight to the bar for a pint. And is it because I've never done it, lads? Have you not? I have never had a drink in the bar. I've sat with people who have because I did a little bit of homework and I realised that when you get on a plane, you get more dehydrated than you are on the ground. So, like, all you're doing is for that one pint you're having, you think it's deadly. And, like, I actually think it's quite disgusting. And I've sat with people that have, you get a photograph at 6am just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. So they have got like that, yeah, breakfast of champions and there's three hoinos and a full Irish and they're going like, you're a fucking idiot. I know. You're like, you know, I know you. No, I don't do the bar drinking either, or the airport bar drinking either, but is it because our laws restrict elsewhere and like you say, just because you can? And if that's the case, will these new laws make it better or worse? It might go haywire for the start, but I don't believe it will. I Like, I, like think of all the stakeholders. If, like, if we list the people that are going to be affected positively and negatively by this, they're the people we need to have in a room. And I know yeah. there's, there's a, a, a pal of mine, Green Party... Councillor Claire Bourne, she's been fighting for this for ages because she's part of Dublin City Council and trying to get this uh, overturned, these stupid laws. And it gets to a point where I hope they've got the infrastructure in place, first of all. Not like they usually do is go, do you know what? Let's fucking throw up a shed load of gaffs and apartments here and then we forgot about the schools and the shops and the facilities and the trains <laughs> and that. And I just hope that's not what's going on because there's people in hospitals and I know doctors and nurses and that that are in, in hospitals and in A&E and I actually think, here's a bit of a right wing pod we should have separate hospitals 
and places for people who are suffering from drink and drug related injuries or foibles oh. because I think if A&E is chock-a-block on this, are you ever in A&E on a Saturday night or when there's a full moon? Yeah. When there's a fucking full moon? It, people go haywire in this country and it just, it, all, all you're doing is sponging up services that are needed elsewhere for your nana, for your sister, for your mammy, for your, yeah. whoever it is. Like, so that, a little bit of me just goes... Yeah, we have to. Yeah, we have to start with that. But it's like, can we be trusted with these extra hours? Because if you are going to drink to excess, I think you will do it regardless. And people are saying, well, how come they're bringing in minimum unit pricing with supermarket alcohol, but yet they're now opening the clubs till six o'clock in the morning? But I do think that people, if you want to drink huge amounts, you will probably do it at home because it's a lot cheaper. Because if you're going to a bar and you're spending whatever six quid and a pint or eight quid on a drink with a mixer, you need to have a lot of money to drink all night to get that drunk. But you're right there's no point in doing it well first of all who, who's going to be affected primarily people who work who run, in who run our own or work in, in the bars and clubs. restaurants yeah. and nightclubs yeah. and chippers and takeaways are they going to get extra pay um Oh, I, I don't know, I, I assume. I mean, I remember I worked in a petrol station in college and when it went 24 hours, I only did one night shift because they realised it wasn't safe to have a small young woman on at night on her own. Um, oh, that's another I whole never story. Did you ever get robbed? Yeah, not when I was there. All right. So See, no, it was, no it was always open. It was seven to midnight and then after a year, it was open 24 hours. So I did one night shift, but they only had one person on night. It was a quiet petrol station and it did not end well. Stuff got robbed when I was there and you couldn't keep an eye on the petrol pumps and the scangers coming in robbing stuff and you certainly weren't going to tackle three drunk lads uh, trying to make a donut. The oh, um, oh, the doors were allowed open? Because yes. nowadays it's all hatched. This is a new thing, yeah. Oh, right. And then after a couple of months, the door was locked and it was at the hatch and only one lad was working at night. He was a total stoner. And I remember the CCTV <laughs> He was sitting there just skinning up. Perfect job for stoner, isn't it? Like a, <laughs> Eating chocolate and crisps and occasionally okay. going, yeah, someone's buying petrol, okay. But anyway, um, and even back then, it was a long time ago, you got not quite time and a half. 25 garages were just for stoners. Yeah. All it was like, it was yeah. just, it was near us, like, Rizzo all they did, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twix, all the tato in the world, if you only Twix there. And then our thing was, we're just, just for the fun of it, send the dude back and forth because you'd have to go back and kind of slice oh, pan yeah. as well, please. And then, do, 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 do. There's one. Oh, you're what? a prick. And then, you do, 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 come back we again. We hated like, yeah. people like you. We one by one you. shopping, those kind of things. Thing is, though, stoners are easy. Stoners are fine to do. Oh, yeah. That's the great thing. So about the booze versus the stoners. Like 20% more pay to work night oh. shift. That was okay. like 20 odd years ago. So I assume you get paid more. Yeah, but there's so. no point in asking someone to work till 5am if they can't get home. As you okay, say. right, yeah. So have they put in the new bus systems? Are they putting on night trains? I don't know. I think they're hoping... I There are more... I, I know that there is transport for Ireland. There, there are increasing a lot more of these 24-hour bus services in certain parts of Dublin, which is great, more of that. But I think what the, the good thing about this is, if, you're, if people are drinking... Like, I... Obviously, I'm an old man now. I don't have the stamina to stay drinking for that length of, of time. So, like, when it comes to the witching hour, I'm done so I'm gone. And there'll probably be more taxis for me. And I actually found myself doing it quite... Like, I, I love coming into town of a Friday night. I've got into this new... Of a Friday of a night. Friday. And I love coming into town. And there's such a great buzz. But I, I'm gone by 10 o'clock or half 10 before it kicks off into the place. Now, that's a young person's game, like, you know... Now, they are asking for more taxis, but I think this might solve the problem that not everybody is out on the street at the same time looking for a kebab, a taxi, 
and invariably turns into a fight. Yeah. And it does. And there's nothing worse. Like I was thinking about this, about the whole licensing laws and I've seen it and I've tried to be that soldier to, to like stay in the pub till half 11 or whatever it was and then you leave in the street and realise I am miles from home. Like yeah. I just, and then there are fights and however, if you're involved or not, like just the, 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 I don't the mental torture of, of watching a fight is disgusting. We saw that program recently on uh, on O'Connell Street it's awful. and had the state awful. of O'Connell Street yeah. and just seeing or the noise of a fist in someone's face or a kick. People are fucking kicking people in the head now, and it's just going, Jesus, lads. So maybe this might feed into and, and stop this and just you're not reading maybe more alcohol on sale no, for longer no, will not, help this but it's not, no, uh, not more alcohol it's, it's just extending the hours people all leaving at the same time I get that and you're right there was, there's there's a lovely lovely comfort in leaving a bar or a club before everybody else mm-hmm. and you get the chip shop first and you get home first now I was never a big nightclubber truth be told even 20 years ago I didn't really like being out till four no. o'clock in the morning but here's the thing we were talking about it on if Twitter chasing it and all, it's what? we were chasing it uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, be, you'd stay on till any hour and go fuck's sake it's seven o'clock will you fuck, are we doing this or not? <laughs> Father of mine oh god go on go God, go I, say it. God. I was never I was never my I, I went I went there didn't just <laughs> god, oh god. <laughs> yes thank you Shelley um, <laughs> fucking hell uh, now I've told you nightclub I know I was club, never yeah. a huge fan of nightclubs anyway but um, we were chatting about it on Twitter and just because you can stay out till five yeah. o'clock it doesn't mean everybody will now there are still those people who will not leave any venue pub or club before the lights yeah. come up but I was never yeah. one of those people and those people will always be the ones dancing till dawn but do you remember and it would have been the 90s you could drink all night if you wanted well, to yeah. you can go to Leeson Street you can go to there was um Gigi's and the coffee dock and these places. So you'd leave a pub or a club at like three o'clock in the morning and then you, there was always somewhere else to go. Gigs bar. Do you remember we, Gigs? Uh, it was a little Greasy Spoon oh, cafe. The, that was on... on Camden Street up ma- towards the, the Bleeding Manhattan? Horse. It was around the corner from the Manhattan. It was yeah, yeah. tiny. It was, you get it was, a bottle of wine. And it looked oh, like yeah. it looked like an old-fashioned cottage. Yes. Yeah. Sort of like mm, cladding outside. It was like white cladding. So there was... A, I did... Because I remember someone said that and because we'd, we'd done it in Edinburgh a few times. They had the ability to jump from that place to that and you never had to pause or wait for one place to close and the other to open. You'd walk in the door and pints were accessible. Yeah. And so I went like pints were accessible, but you know what I mean. Rather than you'll have to wait till the the Irish thing as well, and that just wound me up. Whether I wanted a pint or not, or you're doing your shopping, and you know you're putting on beep beep. Oh god! Oh, sorry, computer says no. You can't have this till half past twelve. And go for fuck. Can I uh, like the nanny stayed again? I go like lads. Let I'm. There's actually nothing more embarrassing do than you're doing your shop on a Sunday at midday and the wine goes in and goes, sorry, I can't, no, I can't put it through. The till won't let me put it through. I don't know and what everyone's looking at you and the bottle the, of wine or the beers are put to one side. Or and that you, you forgot that you've put on two packs of Panadol into it or oh. that Calpol contains, and how old are you, sir? What do you do with Calpol anyway? And it's just so, it, it'll beep, the machine will tell you, which is good. Because Why are you buying Calpol? <laughs> What's it? I couldn't think of anything else with paracetamol in it. Like, Lemsip, sorry, that was it. So okay. a, packet of, a packet of Lemsip and a packet of Panadol you cannot buy at the same time in a... I was taken aside by a manager in Sainsbury's in somewhere in London not so long ago oh. for buying too much Panadol. What happened What's was paracetamol much? because paracetamol over there, this is going back six years, was very cheap, generic Sainsbury's own brand paracetamol and I needed it for a family member over here so I was stockpiling it oh great so I went in Tom was in the pram and you're allowed to buy two so I bought two at the till and I went a little loop back to the and bought two more at the self-service till my so I used to try and I used 
used to try and buy four boxes in a go. And then the next thing, this man comes over and goes, sorry, miss, um, could we have a word? I've never been so embarrassed. And I was babbling. saying, it's just, it's so expensive at home and I have a family and I'm going to take paracetamol every day. And he's like, okay, but we don't want to see you in here again. Wait, what? Really? No, no, he didn't say that. Oh. You can take our candies, but you'll never take our Polydol! <laughs> Jesus. Well, but you know, it, I didn't realise... And this is probably, okay, like all this thing is about education as well. So you get to a certain point in your life and then you, you, you read up on something or you find out about something. I didn't know that you could overdose on, on paracetamol. That you can, if you take enough of them, you're gonzo. So there, there's a reason why yeah, that's in, in there. You didn't realise that. Honestly, but like I was trying. Jesus Christ, I went over to Sainsbury in the UK. Apparently you can get, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's... Uh, so 35p yeah, a pack they were, 35p a pack. <laughs> Paddy's gone. We are but also, by the way, it doesn't So that, go back to here. getting salvadine. The only thing that got over a headache is another pint, salvadine, and I've actually done it in pub. Jesus Christ. I've gone to a pub broken from a, a weekend night for a pint and I've had salvadine first before I had a pint. Do you drop the salvadine into your pint? Oh, jeez, that's a waste of a good taste of the black stuff. <laughs> Hold me down that now. Um, and here's Jesus. another point. I believe that the the younger generation, maybe two down from us, they drink differently I think than they we drink do. Less. And that's what I mean. Yeah. They drink far less, and they are very into wellness and fitness yeah. in a way that we probably weren't before twenty five. Um, and then maybe it's a great thing that they have the option yeah. to because we've always we bemoan the fact that we cannot drink like Europeans. You know, you go to Spain or France and you'll sit out in a square in the evening and there's loads of young people, some drinking alcohol, some drinking coffees or soft drinks at all hours of the day and night. And we thought, why don't we have that kind of culture? And they never look drunk. They no, never no. look... You don't see a drunk person staggering around a place in the streets of Italy or probably off their bag and yeah. stag. But, um, but I think, like, I don't know is that, that we drink so quickly. And I see that in America as well. You ever see TV shows and I went back watching The Wire recently again, The Wire. Oh no. And they, they don't the drink well. They kind of drink to get rid of it. And I don't know, I've never, I don't remember actually having drinks with an American properly to see, do they do this? They drink shots. They have a, a, a bottle of beer and a shot. And I went, is that just TV or films or do people How do that? How many pints could you I drink think on, so. a, on a regular night, not rushing or not putting yourself under pressure in an hour? Would you do three or four? Oh, no way. I do oh, two. I do three max. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't do pints but, anyway. I do, but the weird thing about, like, and this is the, the, Anomaly of pints or drinking in Ireland. There's some days I've gone out with three pints and I've been giddy. I've, I've had to, in my head, go call it. You're done. You're, get out of here. And there's other nights someone will say, like, we should go now. I said, what? We've only had three yeah. or four. And I've had eight or nine. Mm. For the size of me to put eight or nine pints in and the nights you don't feel it. So there's something, whatever. That's to do with, that's of, your mood, adrenaline, whether you've slept or not. You know, nights when you're really, really tired or feeling shit, alcohol is not going to help. So again, in my like, case. Well, we're of the age that we're older that it takes longer for the blue to disappear. So and that's why I do the, the no booze on and off, yeah. like, you know, in different times of the year. So with this, that I do know now like I'll I'll do a water in between every drink and it just I don't like the feeling of being drunk the, the lack of control of being drunk or how it makes me feel the next day or at this age the day after yeah. or the day after and will you stick that. to the water in between each drink yes yeah. fair play yeah, to you because going back to what you said about Americans maybe on telly it's different and in certain groups but in general the Americans do drink less than us far less and in fact I'm being over there for work and you're probably the same and the second you go out with Americans and they think you're an absolute dipso after three drinks. Like, oh my God, look at her putting it away. And you go, lads, I'm only three drinks in. And I, I remember that, um, do you remember Nadine Coyle from uh, Girls Aloud? What date of birth did I give you? Date of birth, what did I give you? July 12th, oh my God. She uh, was going out with some hot guy from Desperate Housewives 
there's this great story where he went out with her father and her and her family on the piss and checked oh into God, rehab. Okay. I thought he went out with her father and first. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> went on the piss with her family um, and who would be, you know, seasoned Nordies. And two days later, checked into rehab. I thought, was that just because you went out for a drink with the Goyles? Because they do. It doesn't take much for Americans to go, oh, no, I know, you've got a problem. You I do remember that. going to the Comedy Cellar in, um, in New York and meeting a comedian there and he came out for drinks afterwards. And he said, no, I'm not drinking. I said, I'm an alcoholic. And he said, um, he said, um, no, I'm, I'm, no, I, I, I can't drink. I'm, I'm an alcoholic. And I actually said to him, no, but are you an alcoholic or are you an American alcoholic? Because <laughs> yeah. I always thought that they called, yeah, yeah, yeah. they called halting it bit too quickly yeah. you know give yourself another give yourself two more weekends no three weeks do you know that give yourself three years at it and see do you really wait till you're yeah, 42 yeah. wait till you start swinging digs and you're, you're shouting at buses on the streets and but there are Americans who self-diagnose themselves as alcoholics at 19 ah no fuck that shit and they go no no I had a wild couple of years I'm an alcoholic and you go mate 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 yeah mate. See, I wonder now, and I don't know this, maybe should have did a bit of research beforehand. I wonder, are all these licensing laws now playing into, like you said, the younger people in Ireland that don't drink as much? So they want to go out and, and yeah. their kind of their their enjoyment, their their life is curtailed because of sins of the past that us old drunken fuckers uh, ruined everything by, you know, getting into fights and getting into taxes. You know? But it was like it's only once. I was never in a fight No. <laughs> but yet the reaction from our generation and older has been horror. Oh, right, okay. And they kind of go, it's gonna be like the Battle of the Somme in Dublin every Saturday morning, and Sunday probably morning. And they're not gonna be out in the street. No, they're the they people that are be. not gonna utilise no, this longer. They won't hours. be. Um and do you remember this is another like, oh do you remember when? Ooh. Do you remember the original substantial meal <laughs> when nightclubs <laughs> would have to serve Ah, uh, the smell of curry See, would have to serve, serve, um, serve food to keep their late license, to have the late lessons in the first place so I think it was around 1am and the yep. music would stop and the lights would go up and you go fuck you now you had a coke room ticket and we're serving yep. the odd numbers now not yep. the odd people and it would be numbers. sausage and chips or curry and rice on a curry, plastic curry plate rice, yeah. plastic and a plastic plate, plate that would yeah. fold yeah. You, you take it off and then you go like that lift up your pint and the plastic plate would fold and just plop, 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 and a queue around the dance floor and Fatboy Slim had some story about that that he was just aghast by this in the middle of a set in a night club and it's like this is a food we're not served in the hall and the lights went up and he said I just kind of just kept playing something on a lower level whilst everyone queued around the dance floor to get a plate a paper plate a soggy paper plate of curry and rice then they all came back stink of curry in the I place loved it. and then the it's music great. came back oh, oh, it, 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 it was great. gorgeous food yeah. but really did you, I always ate it did you oh yeah of course yeah. Like, yeah. Jesus because like there was it was kind of twofold in that like they would load it with salt and like you know there's a pub I used to go to and every Friday evening you get cocktail sausages at 6 o'clock on a Friday and you kind of go there mentally you go well that's the, the meal sort of for the night like <laughs> but they were laced with MSG and salt that's and then you're sitting there for the night going can I <laughs> nine more pints please and they're going like they're rubbing their hands and you're going like that they're so lovely here they give you a free cocktail so something that's worth 4p and then you're spending another 40 quid well I got bar. a few notes from people who had worked as chefs back in those years and said oh, no. back in that era and said look I'm not going to lie that food a lot of it was made on a Thursday reheated reheated oh, you, reheated yeah, for the oh, next yeah. three days and I was like that is why 
our generation have such good immune systems between that or riddled with cancer and the, <laughs> Just and the remember the revolving towels in the bathroom and by the end of the night the towel would be on the floor and oh, soaking yeah. wet and you try to fly a tiny dry uh, bit yeah yeah it's, like, you, it's good for the immune system that and the uh, I think, and you think you're clever e. because you go to curry. the back end of it yeah. Instead of the front end, you go, yeah. use our tops. Go to the back end, you find a dry little bit. like, And then people just <laughs> walk in past. Like, yeah, just square or slap you on the back. Towel. You know they haven't. They, they, they haven't <laughs> yeah. washed their hands. Oh, yeah, bad hands. They just squelch, squelch. Oh, Jesus. Bring back those towels. <laughs> Bring back but those so towels. But so then, uh, like... I'm now interested. You made a point earlier. You were talking about like, so the 6am, it closed at 6am. So the bar is closed at five o'clock. Yeah. So the only way you're ever going to see this is if you get up in the morning, instead of going to a gym, go for a 5am to 6am dance class in a nightclub, oh. which I love. Wouldn't I love be, dancing. Let's do it one I would day. love to do that. It's just like, now we're not going drinking the night before anything. We'll no, go no. to this Joe Set, the, set the alarm for yep. five o'clock, get up, go into town, have a dance between half five and six. Because it's the Can saddest. you imagine how awful that would be? But, but I just, I wonder would it take it? <laughs> no, it wouldn't be awful. We'd have the crowd. Do you know what it is? What happened? We'd walk into the room and you'd just hear this big shout of, Nark, Narks, here they are, five oh. It's just, right, they, they, they'd spot us a mile away. Oh, here's mommy and daddy come to collect the kids. It might take the sadness away because I did it a few years ago. I was at a house party, um, was out at home, went back to a house party and everybody started one by one nodding off asleep and going, shit, party. And I said to one of the lads, like, we get a pint somewhere? And he goes, no, the, you can't get them from the 24-hour guard anymore. He says, but I do know that there is a pub open in town, a place in Moore Street. can't remember the name of it. But we, like... We looked like hobbits because someone had just been away to Tunisia and brought one of those long gowns that mm-hmm. the, the, the Tunisian men wear. We wore them. We got onto the dart at half seven. So we were on with the commuter gang going from Malahide into the city centre, got off of Connolly, walked up Talbot Street Sorry, to what Moore time? Street. About 7am. 7, 7 up to this pub in Moore Street and went in, sat there. There was four other people in the pub, two of them asleep on the bar. And we went like, can we have two pints of Guinness, please? Not wondering if this was on. Because yeah, no problem, two pints of Guinness. There's the Guinness. Serve the Tunisians there, Served please. The, <laughs> gave us two pints of Guinness. And then he, he started to go, um, I'm just going to uh, set the lunch for the day. He tucked out a blumange of liver, chop and start oh, chopping stop, stop. it on the bar. And we're... Hitting, and I went, you know what? Early houses are shit and I've never been back to one since. Like, so. Everyone's been to one once. Once. Yeah. Once. Once or twice Where I've been yours? to one. Oh, the Windjammer oh, was around we the did, corner for yeah, you. Yeah, went to the Windjammer once and in Australia, they, they, uh, well, there was some good early houses over there. Do they? And you get a nice kebab as well. The Welsh It's quite part. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just outside Caerphilly. Right. <laughs> um, right, we should do right, a full... Okay. Full episode with you. Do you know what though? I different... haven't even stop taking the piss out of my accents. I love the your accents. One, I know. I, love, I, I, always, I take the piss out of them. We haven't even touched the surface. We haven't even. We haven't even wiped the sides. <laughs> touched the cloth of Twitter. <laughs> that is not a saying. We haven't even looked at my. Tw- <laughs> <laughs> it is now. If it's on a podcast, it's in love. Right. We get the hell out of here. But you know what? You have loads of of Twitter bits about. Let's it. do we'll, a bonus a boners episode in a few weeks. Time. Okay. okay. Remember this. All okay, right. Let's get okay. Out listen. Here. Come on. That's it. I'm off. Off camping. What? Anywhere nice? Glendalock? Harcourt Street. I'm Ooh. camping outside Coppers with a down with this sort of thing, Paddy. Ah, uh, yeah, Brenda Buzzkill, how are you now? <laughs> anyway, people, if you've liked what you've heard, um, mostly about 
us giving up hooch. We're not going to give up hooch. Please make sure to tell all your friends. Subscribe to the show and help us get up the chart. If you hit the button that says that we're cool, you know, leave nice reviews. Not none of the shit that you write to my Stop talking. Twitter. And don't forget, we love hearing from you. So find me you? on all of the socials. Not all of them, just two of them really. Twitter and Instagram. Okay. I always see all, I'm not on all the socials. Oh, I'm on LinkedIn as well. I'm a different person on LinkedIn altogether. Come find me. I'm on at Paddy C. Courtney and all the socials. Okay, and Talk I'm at Maya Dunphy. See you next week. Ta-ra. Read the Room is recorded, created and hosted by Paddy and Maya and produced by the team at Go Loud Studios. They'll be back next week, unless they're cancelled. No, it's you're not a It was like the time that I told you oh, that yeah. before about the fella the goes jacket and the cigarettes. Yeah. Walking home from town, <laughs> North Strand, fella goes, oh, you, what? <laughs> Have you got any cigarettes? No. And I had one in my pocket. It was my last cigarette fucked up was given to this fella. And he goes, right then, give us your jacket. What, what has that got to do with my cigarette? Like, and he fell for the oldest trick in the book. It just pointed us. So what about that fella over there? And he looked and I just, Run. I knew I had good 100 metres on him. And he just <laughs> took oh, the Benny Hill it. music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>